0: Welcome to the latest episode of Public Power Now. I'm Paul Schimpoli, APPA News Director. Our guests in this episode are Aaron Hatterley, Manager of Transmission and Distribution Operations at Florida Public Power Utility, Kissimmee Utility Authority, and Danette Scudder, Executive Vice President and Chief Strategy Officer at the Tennessee Valley Public Power Association. Aaron and Danette are here to discuss the 2023 APPA Line Workers Rodeo, which is scheduled to take place on March 31st and April 1st in Kansas City, Kansas. Danette and Aaron, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Paul. Sure thing. So, um, Aaron, to get our conversation started, could you provide just kind of a, a an overview of, of your role in terms of planning for the rodeo? And then um, Danette, after, after Aaron, gives us a description of his role, if you could also weigh in. Thanks
1: sure paul uh currently i'm the uh, chair of the executive committee which uh basically has oversight of all activities of the rodeo it's it it starts with the planning getting all the events together Uh, we have a full committee uh breaking it down to your master judges chief judges and then all the way down to the competitors so i've served in all those capacities uh over the years but now i've kind of got oversight over it and and part of the planning
2: and my perspective is a little different, uh, not coming from a line work background and an operations background. Rather, uh, I've been involved as a, a master scoring judge for APPA for many years and now serve on the executive committee in, what I'll say, a, a general administrative advisory role. Uh, from that standpoint, I have been on the board of the Tennessee Valley uh, Line Workers Rodeo for over 20 years. And so bringing the uh, perspective from a planning and logistics standpoint, as well as understanding uh, the complexities that go into the scoring process to determine the winners. So not bringing exactly the same level of expertise as Aaron, but hopefully something that complements his and the other executive committee members on on the rodeo planning process.
0: So, Danette, I will start with you on the next question, which is, can you offer an overview of the events and activities that will take place at the rodeo?
2: Absolutely. Happy to. It starts on Friday, March 31st, and it will begin with training. So that's training available for apprentices and journeyman line workers. And then uh, registration. So all of the competitors, judges, et cetera, will go through a registration process. We have several meetings uh, for judges, auditors, et cetera. And then the apprentice rent and test uh, happens on Friday as well. Then uh, there will be a celebration that evening uh, to celebrate the coming together of all the line workers and all the other participants in the rodeo. And then on Saturday, we'll kick it off with an opening ceremony. And then the rodeo competition itself occurs. Then, uh, as I mentioned earlier, there's the scoring process. And once we have determined to the winners are they will be recognized at the awards banquet Saturday evening.
0: So, Aaron, I'm going to start with you on the next question. Um, you know, I think the main purpose of, of this interview is, I guess, one thing I want to try to get across to, to listeners who may not have had utilities, uh, public power utilities that participate in the rodeo in the past, is to, to give people a sense of, of what are the key benefits of public power, power utilities participating in the rodeo.
1: Yeah, I've been asked this question several times between our state rodeo and even with the APPA rodeo uh, in in different interviews. And you know, and and the analogy that I kind of use is as comparison it, to you know most sports or professional mm-hmm. sports where you know you have people that have come up through sports and and uh, they go on to Create that as a career. You know, they make it a way of living. What's really interesting about this, it's kind of flipped around to where, you know, what we do for a living, we've actually got a little sport going in there, and it it provides an opportunity for all the line workers to come together and, and network. I, I think that's one of the greatest things in it. A great benefit is networking with your peers across the nation being able to share ideas and come together and this really it spills over into our mutual aid network as well just to uh, i guess for an example uh, we've had several hurricanes down here in florida so we we have to ask for mutual aid quite a bit so uh, i've had groups come from minnesota and, and as far as minnesota down here, and and knowing the line workers that are actually coming here because I've seen them throughout the rodeos and and uh, made those connections throughout the year. So I, I think the one of the biggest benefits is is the networking and the community that has been built from it. Makes sense. Danette, um,
0: did you have anything you wanted to
2: add? Yes, one of the biggest benefits, um, not only for participating for the competitors, the judges, and all the utilities that are there is I think the level of exposure that it provides to the community in which the rodeo is held to the critical work that line workers do. Sometimes when I'm teaching classes, I talk about you know the generations since 9-11 that have been very focused on first responders. And I think line workers get left out of being recognized as first responders, because if we think about all of the other functions um, that we typically think of in that space, Those things don't work without electricity. Our communities don't operate without uh, electricity. Our economies don't work without electricity. So that celebration of the skill set that the line workers bring every day to their communities to serve them uh, and the opportunity for them to showcase their skills and abilities. Um, The competition part is fun. Um, Certainly the camaraderie, the networking, and absolutely the mutual aid. But I think having an opportunity for across the country, for the cities and the communities to truly understand what line workers bring to them every day that is very often behind the scenes and underappreciated is just a very exciting thing about the rodeo.
0: The next question, you know, I think you probably covered this to some degree, but Danette, I'll start with you in terms of any examples you can offer in terms of how personnel from TVPPA have have benefited from participating.
2: Well, it's it's much like the um, the previous question in terms of the network uh, networking and relationship building. Now, TVPPA as an association. We um, volunteer, so whether in scoring or working as an auditor or a judge, contributing to some of the training content, those are the areas that TVPPA in particular tends to participate. I know I have certainly made lifelong friendships, certainly outside of the professional scope that I know I can call Aaron, I can call uh, some of the other executive committee members uh, for anything for a resource, uh, you know, to share a joke, we have all kinds of running jokes between us. Mm -hmm. So for me personally, you know, that's how it has benefited me. But from our members standpoint, we have members from across our region that participate and um, they benefit, I would say primarily from the celebration, again, of not only what they do, but underscoring the safety and skill level that, is the highlight of the rodeo is something that they really benefit from
0: aaron did you want to add anything
1: yeah that just pretty much uh what what danette was keying in on with the uh with the networking i mean i i've definitely uh, personally benefited from it um you know as, as an organization we've benefited from the networking and the connections that i've made you know starting off you 2001 was my very first rodeo competing for about 10 years and then transitioning into leadership position within my organization you kind of taper off of that and that's kind of been my my lead into these other programs and being a part of other uh, programs within the association it's kind of put our utility on the map as being participants in a lot of things that go on. So I think a lot of that has been kind of the foothold of getting in the door of, of what we are as public power and it's it's all community. So I, I think it's, it's a great way to uh, expand the careers and, and bolster those careers of the line workers that, that move into leadership roles and then participate in other areas and, and get on other programs. So that's pretty much it.
0: Okay, great. Well, thanks to both of you so much for taking the time out of your day to speak with us about the rodeo. And given that we're already in February, I guess it goes without saying that if people want to get going in terms of signing up, they should should not wait any longer probably, right?
1: Uh, the, uh, I think the early registration closes, uh, I think it was t- tomorrow is our okay. registration. Then from there on, it goes up a little bit. So right. if you're thinking about doing it, you better do it now. <laughs>
0: So, and just on that note, additional details on the rodeo, including how to register to participate are available on APPA's website, publicpower.org, under the education events tab on the homepage. I also wanted to note uh, the fact that the host of the rodeo will be the Kansas City Board of Public Utilities. Um, So thanks for listening to this episode of Public Power Now, which is produced by Julio Guerrero, graphic and digital designer at APPA. I'm Paul Schimpolen, and we'll be back next week with more from the world of public power.